Hey, After Buzzers, welcome to an all new Orphan Black After Show here at After Buzz TV. Tonight, we're going to be breaking down season five, episode five, titled Ease for the Idle Millionaires. There was so much to talk about. We are so excited to talk about it with you guys, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, ABTV Clone Club. Thank you so much again for tuning into our Orphan Black After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. I am joined by these two lovely men right here. Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Matt Marr. You can find me on the Twits, Twits, the Twits, uh, Twitter and all that at TheMattMarr or on my website. You can find my other podcast, MattMarr.Toot.TV. I can't talk today. And, and I'm, the, I'm the second clone of myself. I'm the beast from the episode. <laughs> and uh, you can find me on all social media at Rick Hong, R-I-C-K-H-O-N-G. And yes. of course, guys, don't forget to follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms. Use the hashtag ABTV or from Black if you want to chat with us or just tweet at us. We love hearing, you know, a lot of your comments. We love the comments. But, you know, <laughs> we're, we're all in this together, you guys. We we're, are. It's been a while since science class, so we're, you know, <laughs> going to do our best. And there's a lot of characters in this show. It doesn't help. It doesn't hurt. Some, or it doesn't help sometimes that like, the one character's got, like, multiple personalities yeah. to, to keep them straight so. a lot. Yeah. you know but we love this show so much yep. and we love that we you guys love it and that you guys are watching us so keep on doing that keep on doing it we well overall tonight's episode we were chatting about it a little bit before the show but what mm-hmm. what did you think yeah it was i mean we we talked about it, it was like it's very sciencey so trying to kind of hard because like they're trying to do the timeline and like trying to like trying to follow the timeline of like PT is like, yeah. like yeah we had we had to watch it in uh we had to watch it in subtitles I mean like I had to because uh, I keep it straight you did too because I, I did too I, I was like oh I, I, it took me I think you know the it's forty minutes to watch mm-hmm. and I think it took me about maybe sixty seventy five with the subtitles seventy five oh. I yeah. did have to rewind I was knitting <laughs> and because I actually do knit because most men do you know where's my sweater I know and so I was knitting and then I, I was like finally I was like I have to put down my knitting and watch the show because I was losing things and rewinding yeah it was definitely a complicated one but I do feel like once we dissect it which we will we're gonna get some clear answers which yes. I'm sure everybody picked up on but if we mess up please leave the comments and we'll look at them and- or, yeah. or, or, or th- throw it in the chat yes. and, we'll, yeah. and we'll be like oh hey this person said this and yes, they corrected us so. yeah Matt is in the live chat and he's in it you know give yeah. some funny shout outs if you want and theories were like I said we're all in this together. Yeah, I mean, we we're, we're like the, we're at the midway uh, midway point now. Like, we are half, halfway. And half the season is gone, and uh, I mean, <laughs> I know, right? I don't want it to go. Oh. I realize that, and I'm a little bit upset because I feel like we're getting so much new information that I right. want more old information. But I guess that's what last season was for. So let's yes. start off talking about Sarah, who okay. shockingly had a minimal than usual storyline in this episode. She did. But but it was kind of like, I was just like, good for you, Sarah Sugar. Good for you. You just got a break. Cuddling you know what with I mean? Kira and Mrs. She just, yeah, she just yeah. needed like a night in, like a popcorn and movie night. We didn't do that. But I, I was actually very happy for her. I just, I wanted 
her to have some calm. That's true. She's down on some cold island with like a stab wound. Yes, and, yeah, like she true. needed a break. Yeah, vacation. Yeah, a little bit of a vacation. Have, yeah, have a cup of tea. I don't know what you have, or you know, a tea with something else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think at the end of the day, what she needs is Kira. Kira yeah, is her yeah. person, and she wants to make sure she, uh, Kira is okay. Yes, I'm very happy that this episode they kind of came to middle grounds. You know what? I uh, we've talked about this show before. That other people, like in predictions and stuff, have said. I, was it you that said that, like, that Kira's gonna be like. A psychic or not no, a psychic. No, like, but scoping but... Rachel out and, like, kind of hoodwink Rachel. Yeah. Nobody oh. uses the word hoodwink anymore. Cut her Sorry. to the chase. Okay. Cut, cut to 1982. Um, but yeah, she's gonna, like, mm. trick her or maybe, like, play the game. And I like, I, and I was kind of like, mm, no, I don't, I don't see Kira doing that. And, um, but now I can because I love that it's Sarah teaching her. How to do it. Like, that, A, makes more sense to me as a viewer. They're just not making this jump that suddenly now Kira's, like, super smart and knows how to play the game. And also, I think that's so... Again, I said the other week, like, it's totally, like, Mrs. S. is like, Sarah's becoming Mrs. S. And, like, teaching Kira who's becoming Sarah... I just hope in like ten years they re- if they reboot the show it's going to be like we're already on Kira. a reboot. Are I know, we already, sorry. Rick? What do you think? I went down a wormhole. Sorry. Of Kira's development. Yeah, it's nice to see that she's not so bratty. Mm-hmm. Like I thought the last yeah. episode she was just a little bitch. Yeah, she's been she's a little bitch, and, 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 and I understand. You know, she's a kid. There's been a lot of frustrating things going on, and sure, if you're a kid and there's something that you have like these extrasensory powers. Yeah, you want to know why. Every kid always wants to know if why they're different. Mm-hmm. Yes. If they're different. It doesn't matter if you have telekinetic powers, the force, or whatever. Or if, or you're, if you're just deaf or, you know, or right. blind, whatever it is. If you're Asian, yes. you know, like whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, so... So I understand like the frustration part of her, but so it was nice to see though that like she's she's chilled out a little bit. How old are we thinking Kira is at this point? I, I'm kind of blinking on that point because, like we said, this show for us has been five years. Eight, ten, maybe even ten. Eight I mean, to ten. Yeah, I don't know if, my, if I'm doing this thing right. I don't see the comments actually. <laughs> I did right. it. It's on my iPad. You guys let us know. Let us uh, know. Yeah, they're they're let on us, your computer too. Let us so. know what you think. I also really liked the conversation between Kira and Sarah about Helena. And about that connection that oh, Sarah yes. felt for the first time when she was on the island mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season slash end of last season. And you brought that up. You had said that. Like for me, I just thought that it was her. I thought it was hallucinating Sarah, in a way. Hallucinating or like using that as like motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, like thinking it's like okay, even if I'm exhausted, I'm bleeding out and I'm delusional, mm-hmm. I have to think of my daughter and find the strength to keep going. Mm-hmm. And so when you brought it up last week to say, like, oh, it was this and this, I wasn't 100% behind that. But then today, she brings it up, and I'm like, you're like, you were completely right. Thank you. I, I love hearing that. <laughs> it doesn't happen a lot, you guys. <laughs> yes, it, it really doesn't. I mean, it's a weird show, so it's impossible to say, you know? But, like, but, you, were, but you were right. It was like there, there was a definite like, psychic connection to her to say, Mom, yes. yeah. keep, keep going. And I mean, and I love that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that there is something that Kira has had with all of the other clones throughout this entire thing, and I like that it's an exchange of Sarah's knowledge and Kira's knowledge. Now. Yes, that she's like, let's. And again, it's so you got to think about Sarah's daughter. Wouldn't be like, oh, mom, I'll help you because I'd love you. It's Sarah's. So if it was Sarah, she'd be like, what are you going to give me to help you? Like that's totally. Just in in the scheme of the character, and I, I loved it. I loved it. 
Yeah, and I, you know, I think it was Mrs. S and Sarah last episode, I think, they had a conversation that said, Kira is old enough. She needs to know things now. Yes. It was last episode, yes. Yeah, yeah, there's enough with keeping her in the dark, and I think it's just going to continue to get worse if she's not. So I'm glad that we saw that happen. And that we also talked about these code names, which I feel as though going back at the end of the season when it's all over, mm-hmm. we it'll make sense. But, you know, they're using different, like, animals to represent the different clones. And Rachel was an elephant, which was interesting to me because uh, Kira said something, you know, she's an elephant because, do you, do you remember what she said at all? I was thinking elephant because it's like, because elephants have the best memory? No, she said she's an elephant because she's scared of mice. Yeah, and and Kira Mm. is essentially, Kira knows that she's part, like, a mouse. Yes. In a way, like the... Well, doesn't Sarah calls her what that's her nickname for her? It is, but also, you know, we have this whole, uh, what are they calling the mouse? Spike Uh, mouse. Spike meow. Spike meow. I can't talk. Meows? Meows, that's a cat, dude. Meows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're called, um, I wrote it down because I loved... With the scene kind of when they were interplaying between like uh, Kasima and then Sarah and the whole, they definitely, there's something up with this whole mouse that Rachel has given, has given Kira. And, and so I guess they gave the mouse to Lynn 28, right? Or am I jumping ahead? Because she was saying that the the mouse, that specific mouse has a lot of properties that are similar to the human body, I think, or the biology of a human. And like they mentioned it briefly about Leaky before he got... (laughs) Yeah, you know, about yes. how that was kind of the stuff that he was into. Yeah, I well, think. there was a very interesting scene, which is one that I was very glad to have subtitles for. This <laughs> scene specifically with Mrs. S. Scott and apparently I ca- I couldn't remember the other guy's name, so I looked it up on IMDb. Pro Hell Wizard is what he is credited as. Oh, right, okay, dude. sure. Oh, yeah, well, he just. That guy came out of just. He we really haven't seen a lot of him. It's just been more this season. Why I is, feel like oh spiny gonna, spiny mice spiny mice yes thank you but, I don't know why I can't see the comments my thing maybe my yeah. iPad doesn't work it's a bunch you're, it's they're all no, on it's you, sugar. Playing. It's, they're all I'll on do you. it this way go well, ahead you guys keep talking so they are trying they have a beautiful mind board essentially mm-hmm. where the three of them Mrs S Scott and Hell Wizard apparently. Mm-hmm are putting together all of the history of the Lita clones, of mm-hmm. the Caster clones, and, you know, we have Leaky, the island, all of this. So I'm just going to read to you guys exactly what I wrote down. Okay. And I'm just going to, I'm going to leave it up to everybody. So they know a lot about PT's early life. Mm-hmm. He went to elite boarding school then university, and publishes on the science of Neolution. Then he disappears into the jungles of Southeast Asia at the beginning of the 20th century, and then the movement went dormant. Until the late 1950s, that is, when the name Neolution is revived by obscure academic circles at Cambridge. So then we realize this is where Virginia and Mm -hmm. Susan Mm -hmm. met, and Mrs. S says they need to figure out crossovers, lovers, benefactors, who would have died during that time? And they're trying to figure out if PT is actually the OG PT, which we'll get into the, at, the, at the end of the episode, but we that this is brought into question, mm-hmm. if he's really 170 however years old. Mm-hmm. Or no, is it 170? 
Something like that. Yeah, well, yeah, it's well, they, they, yeah. They, the, the they legend, want you to think the legend that, that he's 170. Because Cosima makes a comment, and we'll talk yeah. about that. Look, Cosima kind of shades him a little bit on she his does. age. Oh, Cosima, you get it, girl. We'll get there in a minute. That's so a tease. A- after everything, though, I've just said to you guys, which essentially is my cliff notes of the subtitles. I was trying to get everything down exactly. It was a lot. I mean, yeah, it was a lot of information that they dropped for that because it's it's trying to speed up and make clue people in a lot quicker. Which, again, is cool. I'm going to, something I'm a little like, "Eh," because, you know, I'm one of those people. I don't, I don't mind calling something on a show that I necessarily don't love. But prove, prove me wrong, Orphan Black, is that I love this idea of looking back into Westmoreland and Neil Ocean and the history of it, but it does feel a little late to the game. I'm like, how are you going to solve, I feel like this is something maybe you start like, Midway season four, when you know season five, so we can kind of. Well, I'm just I don't thinking know. the season three that I didn't like very much. That this all could have been there in season three. <laughs> I, I'm not going to stop. I mean, so, but sometimes the only problem is though is like when you do that, because this is because they're getting to the end game. Yeah. They're getting to the end game, and clearly, like we're going to see the the things merge. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you do it in season three, the issue becomes people forget. It was like when Cody showed up, I kind of was like, wait, I kind of recognize her. I don't really quite remember her storyline. So, like, I think, I, but I do agree with you. They are mm-hmm. throwing or like just crunching a lot in, knowing yeah. that we're at the halfway season of the final season. Which I get, but I don't, I don't, I just. I want to know more about the clones themselves, which I do think we will continue. I think that since we're halfway through the season, the rest of the season, I'm hoping, will a lot more be devoted to story as far as the clones are concerned. I, I think so. And well, and all again, the show proved me wrong in that I literally was typing when I was watching this. I was going, okay, can we just figure out this bear, this bear man thing? God, what the hell is this guy Really here quick, for? too, by the way, Julia Nunes says, I call bullshit on PT being the real PT. Yeah. Yeah, so. I think she's right. I think she's right, too. So maybe that's why... Hopefully we're going to find out. That would make sense because, again, with the Maryland, I was like, what's the point of this guy? I feel like they're just putting him in at the last minute and then we'll, again, we'll talk about that later, but they took care of that. Well, but that would make sense if they, if Westmoreland was not. We'll see. Yeah. I well, mean, listen, this isn't a vampire show, you guys. Yeah, I don't know okay. why. But it's a science show, so we'll see. And I think at the end of the day, science is going to prove that people cannot live on. And you know what? Ways. And most cult leaders are full <laughs> of shit. And so he's a cult leader, really. He, so. No, no, no. You know who he is? He's the Dread Pirate Roberts. Oh. <laughs> he's like, I'm not the real Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah, but yes. You know on Princess Bride? Yes. You oh, know how it's, oh, oh, it's yes. always like, it's not him. He's just like, and that guy before him was a Dread Pirate Roberts, so I'm the Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, like, it's never really the totally. real guy. How it's many just, uh, PT Westmoreland's have there been? Ooh, guys, yeah. that is the Ooh, question. Let's talk about Rachel next, because she has interesting scenes with P.T. Westmoreland. And, you know, she's all up on her high self. She thinks that She's she, feeling herself. God, I she's am so ready for her to die. <laughs> well, no, see, Sorry. a lot of people, but see, that, that but was... But she's a good villain. I, mean, I know she is a good villain, but, like, that's what sucked. Is like, last season, you thought there was a point where she was, like, turning to be good. Or maybe it was even the beginning of the season. Yeah. Where she was turning to be good, and then... No, she's not. Yeah, I was like, you got me once, you will not get me twice. I know, I've tried. But if... If Westmore again, she has drank the she has drank the Westmoreland uh, Kool Aid. Oh, so completely. if it shows up that he is not the real deal, girl's gonna be pissed. Well, and I think could end up maybe 
Maybe like maybe I don't know maybe the, maybe sacrificing herself for some of the clones maybe I, I thought don't know. that last season but I'm convinced that she would never do that okay she is okay. too selfish there were this was a good subtitle scene for me as well because they let out a lot of really important information with the scene between PT and Rachel which was that uh, she says the surrogate selection is complete. 1,300 mm-hmm. subjects... I had to watch that three times. ...are awaiting the hormone injections to prepare the implantation. We're going to get into what we find out that is and he, later. Yeah, he was like, your but, work is paying off. And I was like, what work? What? I don't understand her work. Yeah, what? What's happening? And Delphine is sitting outside of the door, yeah. listening... And Cosima has seen Delphine. It was a great... Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. You, you, you remember Delphine, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I got Del- some shade on YouTube. I'm sorry. You know, I don't... I, I, didn't, I didn't think it was a big deal. I think, was like, I don't know, man. There's a reason why I call everybody sugar. Even my boyfriend. I don't even remember his name half the time. Uh, that was funny. Well, I think that also it was interesting that scene is that PT said to Rachel, you need Susan, we need Susan. Also acknowledging mm-hmm. that Susan is her mother. Mm. The, the mother figure that she's yep. had her whole mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we see a very interesting scene between Rachel, PT, and Delphine. And uh, he says to her that, um, well, he says to Delphine, PT, that she's been doing great work in the field. We're really unsure well, where Delphine has been exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems as though she's actually been where she said Sard- she was Sard- going to be. Sardinia. 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 Sardinia, yeah. Yeah, and she had a gold mine there. There was a lot of great work, but she was hoping to get back to Geneva this week, which yes. was a callback from last episode with Felix and Adele that they're going there. So, I mean, obviously, this is Mrs. S is very... I love that Mrs. S is still pulling strings. You know what I mean? Like, she really still is like... She's still in a lot of ways, at least as far as the good people, she's really the one in control. Really, if you think... Or she's... She, she's Yeah, she does Or she doesn't appear to be out of control. She Yeah, she understands the big picture, I think, mm-hmm. better than probably anybody else on this show. Because mm-hmm. I still don't think Sarah's blinded by Kira, yeah. no matter what. And so, yeah, so... Uh, it, I honestly think, I, I would argue, I would say probably Mrs. S and actually Rachel probably see the bigger picture of this, of the situation more than anybody. I know you're, oh, I know you're going to disagree with me on that. But. No, I mean, you're probably right, but I think Rachel's big picture is, is psycho. a little bit psychotic <laughs> and skewed, but she does see a bigger picture yeah. of things. You're, you're very right in that because, you know, there's certain people that, and characters that are very concentrating on what's happening right Mm -hmm. now. What are the consequences going to be tomorrow? What are they going to be this year? Mm -hmm. I think that Rachel and Mrs. S are way more big picture. So I'm hoping that one of them dies and it's not Mrs. S. So, uh, you you know, you guys know. I still think Mrs. S is going to cut it. Oh, wait, that's predictions. That's later. later. You you guys know how I feel about all this. But I do want to talk about the Rachel and Susan scene. Oh, in the garden Oh, in thing. the little green, what do they yes. call it? Green room? No, I don't not know. the green room. That's what they call it backstage. I'm not British. We don't really have those in the United States as much. Uh, yeah. Green, the green, yeah, green. No, it's a uh, greenhouse, greenhouse. Greenhouse, okay. the greenhouse. Yes. in the greenhouse. Hello, Mom. Yeah. Sorry, I tried to kill you, but not, because I yeah. didn't say that. So let me and she, just, and like, she's like in an old school type wheelchair. Yeah, she is. She is in the old school. I noticed that during that weird dinner scene, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But... Well, I mean, do you, 
what do you guys think that Rachel is really thinking when she knows that Susan's still alive and she has to play nice with her? Does she? Do you think she's actually feeling guilt? Or no, not so much, because she stabs her wound. Oh, where she kind of like, eh, yeah, I feel she it. Really Just like, so you know who's boss, it. lady. Yeah. Um, she has no heart. What? Thank you. I think <laughs> she doesn't. I, you know, what it reminded me of it. It reminded me of like um, when, like when I would I'd be like acting out at the mall or something, and my mom was trying to shop, <laughs> and she just knew exactly like where to pinch me a little bit, where I would go ah ah. But the reason I thought of that is because I think it's a, I think that Rachel, it's a, she is scared of losing power, and right now she again, like I've said, Rachel has daddy issues, like and so with Westmoreland loving her and like giving her all this praise, I think she feels like she's like the matriarch now. She's the woman in charge and you know they talk about later like that Westmoreland always is about dividing women and so I think she feels like she's the woman in charge and now with with uh, Susan coming back I think she definitely is not happy she's threatened by her and I think she still wants her dead that's what I think. And sometimes, you know, there's, it's always like that uh, with certain people, like when it comes to like their parents, it's like that repressed mm-hmm. parent parental thing. Like, yeah. It's like, you know, you felt repressed by your mom or your dad for mm-hmm. some weird reason, like that grudge still exists mm-hmm. even as an adult. So mm-hmm. maybe that's like another part yeah. of it. Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, too, think about each of these clones. They could each have their own movie slash TV series about what happened to them before this show yeah. started. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good one, too. Well, we got a little bit of that. Well, we'll talk about, I mean, again, when we talk about, because so, yeah. I feel like I'm just teasers. I just keep saying, in a little bit, guys, we're well, going to talk about it. Well, you know what? It. That's fine. Hey, if it keeps them tuned in, why not? Cosimo <laughs> was the chunk of this episode. She was. She was, was a chunk of this which episode. Which I think she is, you know, top two favorite clones for me. I, I'm a big Cosima fan. So, so you're, so you're Allison and then Cosima. You know, I, I'm going to say top three, I guess. I just, I don't, we don't know a lot about Crystal, but I think she's freaking hilarious. I love Crystal, too. I love her. I do. I think for me, I like fun and funny. And Crystal is that for me. And I, I, I've always wished that they had more weird clones and, you know, thrown in the mix. Yeah, but see, that's why, I like, that's why I like yeah. uh, Helena. Yeah, yeah, well, she's scary, but weird. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's funny, though, too. Definitely. She is funny without trying. Like, Crystal, it's a different kind of funny, but I it totally see what you're funny. saying. So we have, you know, Delphine and Cosima. They are yes. reunited. And the, we begin the episode, actually, with Cosima having this dream about Delphine. And it, it is how she feels. Because Delphine did lie to her mm-hmm. for so, so, so long. Mm-hmm. And it's still a thing that's very rampant in her brain. Mm-hmm. But then we see her actually see Delphine after we realize it's a dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in a way, there was a moment that I thought, is your, are your dreams telling you something, Cosima? That you should not trust this woman. What, or is it just insecurities that you're feeling? Because mm. when she wakes up, she does see Delphine, and they take her away. And then Delphine comes back and says, oh, I just got here. And she goes, uh, no, bitch. <laughs> you didn't. Yes, yeah, she did. You didn't. Yeah. What, what, do you, what do you guys think just in general about how much we can trust Delphine? See, it's, it's, that, it's that border of... She, she's, she was, like, not honest in the beginning you know like there was like a lot yeah. of dishonesty but then sometimes like dishonesty like especially like the way that she came into Kasima's life mm-hmm. you know it wasn't like hey like it wasn't a natural like we're boyfriend or we're girlfriend girlfriend or whatever it was mm-hmm. there's like ulterior motive on Delphine's part mm-hmm. but like eventually like that kind of turned into it's almost like what uh Beauty and the Beast 
<laughs> I mean, like, what just kind of naturally yeah. happens, and now it's just a pure love, but it's also an emotional scar for Kasima. Exactly. I, mm. I, I see someone in the chat, someone said, you know, that wasn't a dream, it was a flashback. There was a flashback later, but at the beginning it of the a, episode, it, it was, was a, a It was dream. her dream, but it was her dream from a past instance, yes. It, yeah, yeah. Yes and no, because it was kind of her take on this past instance and how she is afraid now that she can't trust her. And then she, you know, she pops up, she sees her, and it was... A very interesting moment, and we'll get back into that. But yeah, I want to I mean, yeah. talk about Cosima and Aisha. <laughs> Julia, I, I'm Julia. I'm, I'm hey Julia. I'm hoping Julia Nunez in the chat. I'm hoping that you're actually. This is a misprint, <laughs> but she says Delphine can be trusted 100. percent So you think that yeah. she meant that? And she, and she says she also says, and yes, that was a flashback from what she yeah. understood. Yeah, it was a flash. I think I was a little confused too. I, so like, I'm not. I'm not like I was a little confused. I think that, it was that, a that, bit I think of Delphine is totally trustworthy like one million percent and the reason is is because that was not just a flash i mean the dream but that was a flashback that was the moment where she first like really like opened up to her Cosima was about to give up on herself and delphine literally believes in her her. right she literally brought her back and to continue the fight that she's been fighting led up to here and so that call back to her when they kiss and she tells her i want you to defy them i want you to act like they're dividing us and they go back. I think that's where we see. And as soon as she sees spilled, like the reason why I'm going to go Geneva, Geneva, I was like, literally, I clutched my pearls and went, Oh, I love you too. I want to be lesbian lovers like you. I'm all in. I'm <laughs> all in, Delphine. Before uh, we get into all in Delphine, hashtag so. all in Delphine, I want to talk about the scene with Cosima and Aisha, the little girl that has cancer. Yes. I, I always put oh, her right. name and I call her Cancer Girl. And that always feels wrong. <laughs> So, Cosima wants to examine her, even though the messenger says it's not a thing. They both know that they shouldn't be doing it, but she does. She is getting better, but also that she thinks that PT can cure cancer and cure death is what Aisha says. The whole death thing is what scares me. How can you cure death? Well. You know, dying, you can cure dying, but to cure death... I think that line was very important because mm-hmm. I'm. What are we getting into? I think that's related people? to spiny rat or shaky yeah. rat, Spi- right? Uh, sparky rat. Spiny. Spiny. Sorry, spiny. Spiny. Yes. Terrible. It, it was spiny. Uh, and Aisha gives Kasima this very important book that is her essential journal. Journal, yeah. uh-huh. journal that, that proves. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay, so then we have to Kasima and Mud. We. Yes. You know, poor Mud. God, she's just a. Nice. I think she has a good heart. She fell in love with the wrong boy. I've been no, there, hey, Mud. I've been this there. This episode only confirmed what I said last week. It was just like Chunk and Slaw. You know what? You know, Chunk let Slaw. I mean, Grant, I guess Slaw really was change, but that's what she said. She was like, I felt it was. bad for him. Now I want a baby with him. But yes, you were right. I, I didn't see that love connection. Because she let him go, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Mud let him out. She has this humanity. That you know, we'll get into more. That PT is keeps on talking about the humanity of the clones and everybody else. But yeah, mm-hmm. we find out that she let him out, as opposed to thinking, did the did yes, Giannis break, and we out, do, break up by himself. We find out that Beast Boy's name is Giannis, Giannis, yes. Giannis. Yep. So uh, yeah, and she also says, like, she tells Cosima, she says. Uh, PT is not well. And I, you know, I still don't know if we know the, all of that line. Because she said he's not well. And I think Kasima just means that he's dying. But I also wanted, I didn't know, like, if it meant, like, he's not well 
as far as like in the head as well. I don't think sure. anybody cares who's well in the head. I mean, listen, Rachel. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we don't have any sane That's people true. on this. Uh... That's true. Well, it, there also is something interesting that was said in the conversation uh, that happened after that between Kasima and Delphine when they're talking about, uh, you know, PT and even uh, Leaky. So Delphine says Leaky was studying skin and organ regeneration using the same gene in spiny mice, okay? Mm -hmm. Spiny mice. Mm -hmm. And that uh, Kasima said they are manipulating tumors, not with chemotherapy, but with gene therapy. So we're kind of starting to get the road, even though, let's just because be real. Because Kira had that car accident that she, yeah. like, healed from. There was that, that they talked about in the very first. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's all getting put together now. Yeah, a little bit. Yes, this, yes. And also, Delphine doesn't threaten her but just said doesn't threaten her at all but she just gives her a warning hey they know you're digging and and they're not too fond of you know the diggingness the of digging. all that yeah I, I actually retract what i said besides mrs s i actually think more than rachel delphine sees the bigger picture actually but you know maybe i don't but know i think that i i don't know i think that she's uh cuz also too we see I think my favorite part of this episode, I feel like, tell me if I'm getting here too early, but is that the weird, like, ball dinner thing? Yeah, so, okay, well, let's get into the dinner. Let's Okay. We're we, talking about the dinner? Okay. Yeah, let's get into the whole crazy... That's a weird... That's a weird... And dinner. I love genderqueer Cosima. I freaking love her. Wearing a tuxedo? Wearing a tuxedo, and like, oh, man, I was just like, oh, I just... Because I was like, they're not going to put her in a dress. That would seem so weird. And it was so badass. And also, too, like, as somebody who is LGBTQ, the show has been such, like, a cool, like, way to represent our community. And mm-hmm. I, I just thought that was a great nod to a lot of the LGBTQ fans of the show, too. Thank you for too. bringing that up, because I completely agree with you. Her choice when they said, here's dresses. By the way, it looked like dresses from, you know, the 1800s. <laughs> yeah. And it's a little bit scary and creepy. I'm, I'm not going to yeah. creep me out. And she goes, no, no, no. I am going to wear this. And so Delphine and Cosima walk out. Cosima is in a tux. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Delphine is in her... Like white, like a pretty white dress. Yeah. Uh, Wait, so this is the thing we're going to see you in a pretty white dress in one of these episodes? I, you know what? I have several. <laughs> I, I have a dress, actually, in my garage that kind of looks like awesome. that, honestly. Well, the reason that they bring Cosima after she invited herself to the party was because she has found out about uh, L-I-N-288. Lynn 28. Lynn 28. Is it 28A, right? Yeah, 28A. Lynn 28A. So she has put it all together. So that's why she's finally invited to the Cool Kids Club. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. Do we have any sort of like any, like even in the chat, guys, is there any like wording or something from there where like you think that it actually makes sense? Like Lynn 28A or Lynn 28A? Like, is there something you yes. guys L I N to it? Oh, does it mean something yeah, that we're like, not... like, you know, It's like a license plate. Maybe yeah. does it? I don't know if there's anything Ooh, that maybe if you guys have caught anything. Like, I was that's what I kept trying to decipher with the way that it was spelled, or I'm just like maybe it's just a sequence and it doesn't. So how is it spelled? Because I I didn't have the subtitles on. So <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, it was L I N 28A. Yep. Okay. At least on subtitles. On subtitles, maybe that should be wrong. Well, okay. So during this dinner party, there was a lot of talk about Darwin and taxidermy. I loved that. Loved it. And I, you know, I'm trying to dissect this the best I can. But it was very. I think that. Thick. I mean, I think PT essentially thinks he is the next Darwin. I'm not sure yeah. what exactly he's trying to do, but 
things aren't brought up for well, no reason. And I liked how PT said, oh, like his he gave his explanation of like Darwin and how it relates to uh, taxidermy, and then Cosima corrects him and says mm-hmm. actually, and then she like has like a whole different rebuttal to that. So like they're already kind of testing each other. It's like saying like. You know, she's she's like very. Ooh. She's standing her ground. She's standing will her ground. Re- will you uh, read Amanda Lorks? Uh, yeah, yeah. So Amanda Amanda says L I N equals Lida, including Neolution. I like it. Ooh. I like it. I like. It. I'm not sure about the middle. The including. I think the including is going to be something else. We'll find out. But I think that you are right. Lida Neolution, the middle that we will basically figure out. But this was a very awkward dinner party. It was, yeah, it was. Oh, and uh, it's like, guess who's coming to dinner? Yeah. Well, speaking of spinoffs, uh, when Cosima started talking about her parents, first of all, yes. I got teary because that's something. Again, fans can tell us because you know my memories for sure. Um, but is this the first time we've heard about Cosima's parents? A little, this was... I feel like we got maybe a hint before, but, like, we found out more about them, right? I know. I really did want a Cosima episode of her past. I think we talked about that the last oh, yeah. time. But if this is what we're getting, I mean, I'll take it. But they're Because, very, right, because we're, we're at the midway point, yeah, so there's only so much you can do. five episodes left. But, yeah, they are in love. They're professors that live in a houseboat. They travel. They don't know she's sick. I was like, they are bad parents. Because it feels like it's been so long. I'm like, you need to catch up with your kid a little bit more. But I guess it's only been... It hasn't been five years. They haven't it's, seen their daughter. It's exactly. been like, what? Like, like a, maybe a course of a year. Yeah, or something like that. But still, I was like, come on. My mom would be bugging the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. But it was great to hear that. It was great to hear that. After this dinner, you know, well, it's actually mid-dinner. Delphine has to leave because yes. the uh, chopper to go to Geneva is there. And the two, Delphine and Cosima, go back to the bedroom to change. And Delphine, during the dinner, had thrown Cosima under the bus, mm-hmm. saying that she was in the basement. And she, yes. saw oh, and she saw that the monster. So I'm thinking, oh, God. Like, why can't we just clue each other in on our, like, plans? Because, wait, you know what, though? Someone actually said, um, it like, not recent, like, here in the thing, but it said that uh, Delphine's long game is... Is to help them, but in her own way. So that's why she can't. She has to hide some things. That's like Mrs. S, you know, and like we'll get to the end of the, at the mm, end of the episode. But I, I think, think they she, both have the same thing going I on. I think she does, but I think she. What's torn about Delphine is that she truly loves Cosima, and she didn't expect for this to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm. Well, there is an interesting moment that you brought up earlier, Matt, that Cosima says to Delphine when they kind of come to terms with everything and they're on the same page. Cosima says their relationship is that uh, she pushes too hard, Cosima does, and Delphine does things without her consent. Mm-hmm. And at first I go, is this a breakup? Is this the end? But the, is this goodbye? No. It was more of an agreement or yeah. commitment. Then Delphine says, let's go back. You go back there and act like they've divided us. Mm. And they haven't. Again, their little secret romance slash mm-hmm. plan is uh, coming. It, it's hopefully coming together and then the same page. So then we go back to this dinner party from hell. And uh, PT has uh, Yanis. Yanis. God. Yanis. 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 His, his tooth that they found. Uh, and, you know, he's killed a guy already. And he's on the loose. They'd say that they found him in an orphanage and he showed remarkable healing. So this is when we get some real answers. Yes. He was their first um, LIN-28A subject. And PT says he regrets 
very, very much that this all happened. And Susan goes, hey, just so you guys know, um, I was not the one conducting the trials. Like, yeah. okay, Susan, shut up. But she did synthesize the gene and put in the Lita genome to see if it would manifest in them, which it did not. But it did manifest in Kira in the unexpected second generation, mm-hmm. which is why they are so obsessed with Kira. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it was Again, nice to see, like, okay, this is why Kira is so special. Yeah, it, it took me a couple minutes to go, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I'm gonna, oh. How did yeah. you guys feel in this moment? Did well, you catch it's on? It's one of those things because like, Kira, Kira became the test subject that they wanted initially. Yes. Whereas unfortunate for Giannis, he was a test subject that things didn't quite turn out so well. No. And I mean, in real life too, in real life science, I mean, that's sometimes that's what it takes is you've got to keep constantly experimenting. Keep like, failing. Or even when it comes to like drug trials, you know, it's like they let people know this is a drug trial if mm-hmm. you want to participate in this thing. Luckily, like you can't do the Dr. Frankenstein thing on people, but that's what they have to do. Let's grow a, uh, an ear in a mouse. Mm-hmm. Less, you know, they've got to do with the more experience with a smaller type thing. And on, in, in Westmoreland's case, he did it on a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to not quite the way that... He uh, he had once. And he does feel a connection with, you know, Giannis. And we do see this very sad turn of events happen. Cosima leaves. Oh, and there was, don't want to forget this, a very interesting moment with uh, Ira. Where I was glitchy. Yes. Red goes, roof. Are you glitch- glitching? Red roof. All, all of Ugh. this stuff. I uh, really quickly. What did you guys think about this red roof thing? Because I can't tell if he's or trying. The roof is red. Yeah. If he's trying to give Kasima a sign, or if he is actually just glitching. No, I think he's glitching. That's. It, I mean, was, I think it was interesting. Although I feel stupid saying. I, mean, I think they, it is been, what I it mean, is. You know what? I though, but they have been referring to that he's been ha- he's been regressing and having some issues throughout this season. Susan asked at the beginning yes. of the episode. So, yeah, he's having some mommy issues. Okay, guys. I still you know. want to see his. Brother. I don't think. It's, yeah, I don't think it's a signal. I think it's like you were saying. There's like some sort of regression or glitch <sighs> going on. He's so hot. I love his skin. <laughs> I'm sorry. All KBD. of them. All yes. of them. All of them are so cute. So, Kasima leaves. They have that interesting moment, and then she goes down because Yanis is. Uh, he just wanted yeah, to come back. back. Back the wall. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's back, and she goes to the basement. She hears this music, and she sees P.T. sitting there with a gun with Yanis in the cell. Yes. And he wants Cosima to shoot him, yeah. kill him dead, which in the dinner scene, we saw that he goes, you're so interesting, P.T. said to Cosima, you have humanity and this other part to you, but humanity mm-hmm. is such a big part. So she's about to shoot him. She can't. Yeah, she, she can't can. do it. And she says, you can take my life away from me, but you cannot take my humanity away from yes. me. Loved that. That's great. So, so much. She's sitting there like, hey, I'm Kasima. Sorry, bro. Like, hey. Yeah, and that's when she told him. She was like, she says, uh, she's like, he was healthy. Giannis was healthy before you messed with me. She's like, and you're not even 170. I fully don't yes. know where she got that information from. I missed that a little bit, but she threw shade. And, and, and maybe it's, maybe it leads to like yeah, it's like like I said, man, it's Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, we <laughs> we had the scene again with Mrs. S earlier saying that it's not maybe he's not 170. She said it a second time. Oh, that's time. true. That's true. So we she gets locked at the end of the episode. She gets locked up in there because uh, she wouldn't do it. PT kills him. 
Giannis, and then she's stuck. And we Tatiana see, going after that second Emmy girl. You get it. I know. I'm like Tatiana. No, get that's, that, that's back Kasima. to back. So we yes. have this last final moment with Mrs. S and Delphine. We again realize, which we've known, that they're working together. And they got me again too. Mrs. S got up, and I was like, "What's happening?" I went, "Oh, it's Delphine." Damn it! I should yes, know. Yes, I know. On that note, uh, guys, <laughs> we're like flying through. We this. we're flying through this. There's so much to talk about. Keep on commenting, but let's get into some predictions for next week. Already, uh, what well, they need to start doing. Oh. And now, That's good. You're after Buzz oh. TV predictions. Okay, there's okay. So we're at the midway point. So what they need to start doing is we need to start seeing each sister coming back from wherever they're at. Start being the sisters again, coming together. And so I'm hoping that this is the turning point now where how they, they how uh, Allison went off. So, okay, I'm, yes. I'm hoping, I'm, I hope, like, not maybe not next episode, but the re- episode after that, we see the return of Allison, but maybe we see a couple more sisters get start getting together or mm-hmm. start communicating in episode six. Okay, I like that one. Oh, I, I, I love that so much. That's all I want. I want to see, I want to see nail tech. I want to see nail tech. Um, I... Someone's, someone's gonna die, and I know this Giannis guy died, but we don't care about him. Like yeah, somebody, sorry, guys, he died. BT, does. yeah, he died. Sorry, somebody real has to die. Like they've got to start just trimming the flock here because there's so many. That's my. I don't know who's gonna die, but I feel like I even feel like next episode someone may die. Well, I like that one. I'll hold you to that one. Yeah, I mean, there, there's got to be more deaths as much as we don't want them. Uh, announcement, guys. Next week, we have Josh Vokey, who plays Scott. He is Skyping in. I, unfortunately, am not going to be here. Kelly will be here. You guys will be here. We're excited. Yep. And it's going to be a dope interview. And Well, I, actually, I... Oh, you might not be I here. I may not be here, but another version of me oh. will be here. Clone oh. 3, possibly, or maybe not. Oh, so. look at that. Well, <laughs> we love you guys. We love your theories. It's so much fun talking about the show especially yes. this episode glad I put the science together I mean I feel like I finally did my 7th grade science teacher right it, good, for you. No, yeah. good for you job. you did a great you job you did a great job as always <laughs> there's a lot going on So there is so much going on we love you all and uh, we will see you next week I'll be in the chat don't forget to follow us one more time guys uh, you can follow me at Rick Hong R-I-C-K-H-O-N-G on all social media and you can follow me at the Matt Mar two T's two R's on all social media. And you guys can find me Sam Davidson at Sam D forty three Twitter and Instagram and at Sam Davidson Entertainment and we will talk soon. Bye guys. Bye. Next week. Next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. On you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 